everyone. Welcome to the Reshape Podcast. I'm Katie here with Tyler, and we have a really special guest today. Mm-hmm. We have our challenge winner, Tandy, with us. Welcome. Thank you. So excited to be here. I mean, so tell us, I'm going to jump right in. You're just going to go straight to I'm going to go straight to it. To, to, it. to the I'm, jugular. And I'm going to say, hi, Nina, we miss you. <laughs> uh-huh. Nina's on maternity leave still, so um, I know she'll be bummed to miss this, but we'll give her a special shout out. Uh, so yeah, let us know. First of all, where are you from? You traveled all the way here, so let our listeners know where you traveled from. Yeah, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from Maryland, right outside of Washington, D.C. Wonderful. So long journey to get here to California, so we're so grateful you took that trip to, to come all the way here. Um, why don't we start actually, you know, so we're, you're our challenge winner of the challenge that we just ran. So What's for, a challenge? I, I feel like we've got to tell people who are like, what are you talking yeah, about? So yeah. Tyler, why don't you share with sure. our listeners what the challenge is? Yeah, of course. You know, um, if or you've more been, what the challenge isn't. Or more, yeah, it's probably more important. <laughs> if you've been listening for a while, you know that Katie and I have been in the health and fitness space for a long time. And, um, you know, challenges are pervasive in the health and fitness space. It's like lose weight in this amount of days and do this and do that. Right. And we were even people who ran those challenges in the past and um, it's interesting because during challenges people get really fired up and they get after it and whatnot but you notice that when the challenge doesn't have any depth to it when it doesn't have any sense of like helping people really find their true reasons to be there and their whys, it just fades away like immediately you do 30 days and you're, you're gone right so um, when we started we shape we thought to ourselves should we do challenges like how could we do this how could we do this in a different way and so we came up with the 30-day feel good challenge. And the goal of this challenge is to help you feel good in your body and about your body over the course of 30 days. And instead of us focusing on things like most people focus on like weight loss and things like that, um, we focus a lot on the process that we try to take people through, which is first connect with your body through movement, right? Really deeply connect with how you feel through movement and start working through that. Um, Set new intentions. So don't just show up like, I want to lose weight. Like, okay, that's great. Why? You know, and go a little bit deeper in that. Start connecting with the community and realizing that so much of our struggles um, that we think we're alone in are the same struggles that so many people have. And then reshape the beliefs, right? Start to understand that we're all being spoon-fed this information that you're not enough because of this fitness culture that wants you to buy their products so you can look a certain way, right? And, and Katie, you always say this, the way changes every 10 years t- t- as well. So it's kind of yeah. ridiculous, right? So um, so we put together this feel good challenge. And as people engage throughout the challenge, you know, they get points. And at the end, the people with the most points end up becoming winners. This is our winner, Tandy, right here. So she absolutely <laughs> engaged in the last challenge. And um, we're super happy to have you here. Well, I'm super excited to be here. And I just have to thank the whole WeShape team and especially Helen for getting me out here, making all the travel arrangements. But you guys have been great. I've really enjoyed my time here already. Oh, awesome. So cool. So cool. Wonderful. Well, before we we get into the challenge part, you know, I always love to hear where people were before they started the challenge and what sort of shifted for them, especially when people are curious about like, well, you're not doing a challenge that's centered around weight. So what what is what is somebody really trying to do? Uh, but before we get there, I'd like to know a little bit about your history. Like, tell us a little bit about your story and and maybe your relationship to exercise in your body and sort of your background a little bit, if you feel up for sh- chatting yeah, about that. Of course. Uh, so my, my name is Tandy. I'm 53 years old. And um, I'm a mom to an amazing son. He's starting college in the fall. So big changes happening all around for him and for me. Yeah. Um, actually, I was born and raised right outside of D.C., still live and work right outside of D.C. And uh, growing up, I was actually a competitive gymnast, really high oh, level. Okay. So my um, 
you know, involvement with fitness and sports has been since I was about three years old when I started my first gymnastics class, wow. started competing at around age six or seven, uh, was good enough to get a full ride to a D1 school and competed mm-hmm. all the way through college, coached in college for a couple of years and then coached in club gymnastics and um, helped open up um, different recreational center type gymnastics. So my involvement with sports, especially with children, has is been pretty extensive. At some point, I kind of gave that up and focused on a career where I could make a little more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but my love of the sport of gymnastics and fitness and exercise has always been a huge part of my life. And um, that's kind of how I ended up doing this challenge because I had lost that love of mm. exercise and had lost the motivation and um, through some of the things that Tyler did, I kind of figured out where I went off mm. on that path. Mm. So, but that's kind of the brief so, background so, so where of did me. You, where did you fall off the path? <laughs> I think for me, um, it's one of the things that you talk about in the challenge a lot is the why, and then you keep asking why. Yeah. So once you answer the one question of yeah, why, why are you here? Why am yeah. I here? Then why again, and then why again? And I, what I realized is, as much as I was so involved in sports and fitness growing up, um, it, I never felt good about myself doing mm. it. Mm. So, um you know, there was never a point where I was really happy with myself or felt good from the inside out. It was always about the outside. How do you look? How do you perform? How you're judged, especially as a gymnast, you know, if you're you're not judged for every movement, right? If you're not a perfect 10, then you didn't do your job. And obviously, as we know, perfect 10s, those don't really exist Mm -hmm. (laughs) in theory. So um, for me, I think at some point it was, it was, I couldn't find the joy in exercise anymore. And also as a competitive gymnast, my body started breaking down. Mm. I, you know, it's a lot of really hard training on your body. And I was fortunate enough to never have a severe injury like many of my teammates. But I'm at that age where my body was like, well, you really beat me up <laughs> decades ago. And now, now it's payback time. And so not only was I not finding joy in exercise, it was painful. It hurt. Mm -hmm. It wasn't fun anymore. And um, so I kind of just fell off the path. And I was telling Tyler earlier, it kind of all coincided with COVID Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. same time. Me turning 50 a few months before COVID hit, I lost my job. I was unemployed. And so it was this like perfect storm of I didn't want to do anything anymore. I kind of lost my focus, lost purpose. It was all I could do to get out of bed in the morning and move to the couch and then move from the couch back to the bed. Um, And so I just, I needed to figure out a way to incorporate exercise back in my life because I knew that was such an important piece of me. Yeah, It, It was such a huge part of my life growing up, you know, and, but I couldn't figure out how to do that on my own. Yeah, you said something that's really important that I've heard a number of times when people come in with the background that you do. Like, I I, I was a competitive gymna- gymnast. Like, I, I met the goals that 
the outside world told me would bring me that validation. And I was in pain and I didn't feel good on the inside. And, and, I, and I think it's really important to expose that story yeah, because I think that so many people have the assumption that if I just look like this, if I just get to this weight, then everything will fall into place. And, and what I want to encourage people to notice is that when people actually do get those things that we think will fulfill, they actually don't. And if they do, it's very short-lived and it's very surface level. It's not really meaningful fulfillment. And so I appreciate your story because I, I want to save people, if possible, from going down a path that actually doesn't have the ending that they think it will be. Yeah. yeah. So I have a question. So, you know, it's, you know, you said to us, a lot of people find us this way. You see a video, you pops up on Facebook or Instagram and, you know, we're doing this, this challenge, like this free 30 day challenge and you jump in there. Right. So what's the motivation? What's the initial, initial motivation? Because you're like, I'm an athlete and everything, but you also said, you know, I never felt good about my body. I never felt good about myself the whole way. And then it just kind of crumbled apart. And now I got to do something about this. But what were you doing something about? Were you trying to change your body again? What, what was, what, what did you, what did you slide back into there? So for me, when your video popped up about the challenge, I'm going to be honest, the first thing was free. I was like, okay, okay cool. I'm all about free. <laughs> free is good. 30 days, I can manage 30 days. So for me, it was a time frame too. It was like, okay, 30 days. I can commit to 30 days. Mm -hmm. But the next piece of it for me that really kind of made me click, you know, and enter my email or yeah. whatever that was to get selected was, I just want you to move. Mm. That's what you kept saying. Just move, just move your body. And I said, okay, I can move my body. Mm. It wasn't someone saying you need to do 100 push-ups, or by the end of this challenge you need to lose 10 pounds or you need to drop two dress sizes. You said just move. Mm. And that connected with me because I said, even though my body hurts, I'm not in the shape I wish I was. I know I can move. I can yeah. do something. And you know the value of it, right? Because right. when you have – um, a level of like strength and flexibility and stuff that you have, when it starts to go away, you're losing movement freedom. Yeah. And most people lose it in much more subtle ways over time and they never had the freedom in the first place. But when you have an experience of like, wow, I can do things with my body that most people can never imagine right. doing. And then you just start to lose it and lose it and lose it. You're like, wow, I wanna get this, I wanna get some of this back so that I feel exactly. good and I can move in my daily life, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and that was a big piece of it. I didn't feel strong anymore. I've definitely lost a lot of flexibility. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm probably still more flexible than the average person. Sure. And I'm probably still stronger than some people, especially since I hadn't really been participating in a, a exercise program for a couple of years. But it still wasn't enough for me. And just finding that motivation again, and for whatever reason, how you said it, your tone of voice, you know, again, the words of just move. Mm. All you have to do is move. Just move. It, it just clicked <laughs> with me. I said, okay, I can move. That's big. I like you that. know, I, I can move, I can do that. But then when you get in there and you do the assessment and these, you know, videos are created for you um, and you start talking more about the why, then I realized, okay, what is, but why do I need to move? Why do I want to move? I know I can move, but what is the purpose behind this? And at first it was, it was very superficial. It was like, I just, I just want to get stronger. Mm -hmm. I do want to lose a little weight. I want to get more flexible again. But then when I started digging more into it, because I mean, you kind of just point on this, even when I was at the height of my physical fitness as a gymnast, 
I still critiqued my body every yeah. day. Hundred percent. Yeah. I wasn't strong. And Probably I wasn't, the most. Right. Like the people mm -hmm. who are there critique you know, it the most. I wasn't as strong as some of the other gymnasts, or I wasn't as thin as some of the other gymnasts. I wasn't as muscular as some of the other gymnasts. I still was never happy in my body. And that was when it really clicked with me. This isn't about getting stronger or losing weight. This is learning how to accept myself, learning how not to judge myself, and learning how to feel good from the inside. It's not about mm. how it looks from the outside anymore. Um, and that was probably the, that's when it really clicked for me is that's what I needed to work on more than anything. It wasn't even, my physical fitness as much as was the internal piece, the mental piece of just accepting myself, loving myself, learning how to put myself first again, and, um, you know, digging deep. And then the, you know, kind of just the uh, side benefit of that is the physical fitness part and getting stronger and feeling better about that as well. But it's really more of the internal piece for me that mm. I connected with once I started doing the exercises and joining the calls and listening to, you know, all of your belief systems. And yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that because, you know, Katie says this a lot and it's like, hey, come do a workout. Psych, we're going to dissect everything about your past <laughs> and try to convince you to well, love don't yourself. Scare from within, people you know? when you say yeah. that. It was more just like a subtle. It was, it's more of like, I hope that it's more. More if than just moving. If people yeah. are curious, right, we have another perspective that can be taken. And we can sort of expose the myth behind when I get this weight, then I'll have kindness for myself. When I get this weight, when I hit this, you know, goal on the scale, then I'll like myself. I'm like, ooh, if you don't do that today, like if you can't learn how to do that in the body that you're in right now, it won't happen in that body no. either. And I think that's what we were really trying to yeah. articulate. And when I bring 100%. people on the podcast who have been fitness models or, you know, whatever, or achieved what other people think that they want, only to hear it's not the outcome you think. And so I'm like, if we all know that now, right? And, and in our old business, we would take thousands of people through quote unquote body transformations and they'd get there and no one ever really felt satisfied. Yeah. And if they did, that satisfaction lasted very, very short period of time. So I'm like, okay, we all know this now. So why don't we, why don't we use the product and work out and move? Cause we do believe in, in the movement philosophy, but why don't we also talk about these other things? Because that's the thing that creates the shift. That's the thing that creates the, I don't have to talk myself into taking care of care myself. That's right. the thing that goes, oh, I do care and have figured out a way to love and care for myself in a way now that like I kind of want to take care of myself and move and feel better. I know how that feels now because I'm not chasing a number. Right. What were the things in the in your journey that connected with you on that, right? So, you know, you came in, you wanted to move your body. You started asking, like, why? And, okay, I want to lose some weight. I want to feel better, gain some strength, flexibility. And then when it came to that internal self-image that you're talking about, where we started saying, like, hey, do you have negative self-talk? Do you look at yourself <laughs> in the mirror and judge yourself, right? Like, what, was it, what were the things that connected with you that made you go, hold up? And then what were the things that you did to start building that internal self-confidence that, that really clicked with you? Well, I mean, I'll be honest, it's a daily struggle still. You yeah. know, I have days where I feel really, really good, and then mm. other days where I'm 
like you said, staring at myself in the mirror and just going, ew, what is that? You I, know? I, I just want to pause <laughs> you there and just say thank you for just being real. Like, that's the thing, sure. right? Like, like you walked in, we met you today, and you're like, oh, you guys are like celebrities, and they don't know that Katie and I are just struggling through life and trying to figure <laughs> things out just like everyone else, right. right? I think it's so important for people to share their human experience. So, yeah, thank, thank you for you. being real about well, that. Well, no, I mean, I, it's, I'm, it's so wonderful that you guys have this platform to do this, and I think it's so important, um, especially when listening to the community calls each week. Um, and hearing the stories of so many people that have struggled their whole lives with weight issues or pain or medical issues or other traumatic, you know, experiences yeah. in their life that have led them um, to feeling the way they feel, you know, I never participated in any of the community calls. I, I got so much from listening to other people's stories, but. I wasn't sure if my story would resonate mm. with people because I grew up super skinny yeah. and I was an athlete um, and I couldn't gain weight if you paid me. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and, you know, at some point in my life, you know, even then I was still teased, especially once I hit high school and I still look yeah. like a 12 year old boy. <laughs> See, but here's where I pause people. And like all of that is operating within the frame that how I look is my value. Right. And so like um, right now we have you on the pod. This is your story and someone out there is going to hear this story and they're going to connect with it. And to me, authenticity is about connection. Right. And, and I try to teach my daughters this all the time. I pay attention to the things that I tell them over and over again. But comparison is the root of suffering. Like the moment where like I shouldn't share my story because it's not as bad as this story or right. this and that. All, in my opinion, at least what I notice is all we're saying is. I don't have to like share it. Like I'm not in as much pain, blah, blah, blah. Like, and that prevents us from seeing ourselves. And it's when we see ourselves that we can take action from a true authentic place, you know? So I just always try to encourage people, like no matter what it is, like somebody's going to resonate with you. Somebody's going to connect with you. It's, it's, you know, there's probably 20, 30, 40, 50 people on that call who have your story and all of them are thinking the same thing. Right. And they're waiting <laughs> yeah. for one person to crack one person open to and, do that. and then they're like, Oh, I'm not alone. And that's what I love about the community that we have is it's just, it's how do we connect people with more people to recognize you're not alone in your struggle because yeah. that's the worst place to be. That yeah. makes you feel like well, there's no reason. She also said something that is just proving the point of like it's never good enough because you were made fun of because you were too skinny. I'm like, right. okay, so. Yeah. Where do you right. win? Where do Where you win? You can't do you win. win. Yeah. And so it's like going down the path towards uh, self-acceptance and self-validation and uh, greater self-kindness and that to me is a path worthwhile. And I think that if we can help people understand that, people will start giving their life force and their life energy to this other thing that they think will give them this, this, this unrealistic, not even true, fake fulfillment prize at the end. It's just, I just every story I hear is, is, is the same, which is everyone may have came to the conclusion differently, but it's, oh, oh I may have gotten there, but I was miserable. Right. Oh, it didn't last. Oh, I, it's like, okay, so what happens when we go down a different path, which is like, I wanna learn how to care for myself, how to value myself, how not to rely on that external validation to make myself feel worthy. You know, it's like, these are the things that in my opinion are the, 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 the valuable things that we give our life force energy to. Yeah. And, and, you know, growing up in a sport like I did in competitive gymnastics where you're judged by the gymnastics <laughs> judges, by your coaches, by your own teammates, 
And it's, that's just part of the process. That's part of that sport. That's part of that world, especially any sport where there's judging, you know, figure skating, diving, yeah. anything like that. Um, P- people don't realize the degree by which you get judged in that when you're like, you're, d- you're right. talking about D1 <laughs> competition, right? Like if your pinky is bent, yeah. like lose a point, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Right. It's insane. So I can imagine that might, yeah. it's that, just like fostering extreme yeah, perfectionism. Extreme perfectionism. Yeah. Yeah. And, and most gymnasts are already type A perfectionist personalities. Right. And so we're already hard enough on ourselves. Mm. Mm. So then when you have additional criticism and sometimes it's not done in a positive way, it's, it's done in a very mean, demeaning way. Mm. It just compounds. And so, I mean, I've struggled with self-esteem and low self-worth my entire life. And it, it, a lot of it stems from around my appearance. Mm. Mm. So I have a story. It's kind of silly, but um, it's not silly. Well, <laughs> it's not silly. Um, Connect. I was in the uh, gym. I was in high school and I was in our little cubby room putting my stuff away. And uh, two parents were walking down the hall. And um, I was, you know, at the time, my sister and I were the kind of the two oldest ones still in the gym and two parents of some younger preteen kids, so they were probably like six or seven, were walking down the hall and they were, you know, they said, oh, the Knight Sisters, which one is which? And one of them said, Aaron's the pretty one and Tandy's the skinny one. <laughs> and I heard this and oh that stuck with me forever that, so all I heard was I'm ugly, mm. you know? Mm. And my sister is gorgeous, don't get me wrong, she's beautiful. Um, but all I heard was, you know, I didn't even hear the skinny when they said Aaron's the pretty one. All I heard was Tandy's the ugly one. The not one. pretty one. Right. Yeah. And so I struggled Ugh. with my appearance, you know, how I looked, my body. And even though my do- body could do amazing things, when I look back and think of some of the things I accomplished as a gymnast, I'm like, wow, my body was amazing that I could do that. It's still, like you said, it wasn't enough. I never felt validated. I struggle still with you know Mm self-esteem but again with the challenge it really helped me dig into that I think that is something I just had blocked and never addressed and never kind of confronted about myself and why I mean I always knew I had self-esteem problems but I don't think I ever really challenged myself to figure out why Mm -hmm. I felt that way yeah and with the We Shape Challenge, I was able to kind of really start digging into that a little bit. I still have a long way to go. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> but I feel like I kind of have the tools now, and um, 
a pathway to explore this a little more without fear. Because yeah. some of it is also the fear of figuring out why do I feel this way? Why do I? Uh, why am I not happy with myself? It's it's a scary process yeah, to maybe figure out what that really is. So you avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to block those stories. I mean, a you story do. like you told, like that's the type of Ooh. thing that shapes your experience as a human. And then a lot of people just block it away. You know, I talk to my little girls by saying, you know, we put these feelings and these stories like in a little black box and we stick it somewhere deep in our bodies and it creates tightness and pain and things <laughs> like that until we face it. Yeah. You know, and when we face it, we can hopefully re-experience it, look at it through a new lens, have compassion for it, and thus have compassion for ourselves and our experiences. And maybe an even further version of that is um, if we truly learn to love and appreciate ourselves right now, then we start to have gratitude for all of our experiences because it shaped who we are, even if they were negative. Mm. And you can kind of release all of that yeah. negative energy around it and that fear around it. But well, and I, I think we're, you're also highlighting why some of what we really hope to do is bring awareness to sort of these toxic cultural messages and values that we have because it can save another little girl's experience around overhearing an adult speak like that, right? Yeah. Like I know that we all do the best that we can, but when we know better, we do better. And so just to like come together and say, actually the value that we're holding in our culture around you know, assigning meaning behind someone's appearance and worth and value isn't really serving the collective whole anymore. It's right. time to talk about a different way and use different language and, uh, and, and sort of, you know, download new perspectives and shift because to me, that's like where my passion is, is at the, is at the cultural value level. Like yeah. how do we bring awareness so that people understand that when we look through this lens, it doesn't actually do our community and, and, and society any good. Let's try to figure out how we can adopt a new perspective that better serves our emotional, psychological, and, and social needs. So I appreciate you sharing that story because I know that's probably hard to share. And also because you might have a listener here who was like, oh, I, oh, I need to be careful what I say, right? right. Because mm, words really have an impact, especially in young children and adolescents minds like the words that you say have a lasting impact on their impression of themselves they're actually looking towards adults to gain that impression and understanding mm -hmm. so i think i just want to say thank you for sharing that oh well you're welcome and mm -hmm. i mean i i catch myself doing that now i talk so negatively about myself mm. <laughs> i'll be at home and i'll just make a comment and my son will come out of his bedroom and go stop that and i'm like okay you're right he goes you don't look that way. You you need to stop saying that. If it was because every time you say it, you believe it a little bit more. Mm. Mm. So you need to stop mm. saying that because it's not true. Is your yeah. son here? Can we have yeah. him? No. Bring him on board. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's. I mean, truly an amazing child. I I'm so lucky that he's my son. And um, and he's he, his love for you helps you learn to love you <laughs> if you listen, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's. I'm trying to figure out like. How does he have that mindset already at 18 years old? Yeah. And when I'm still struggling to figure it out, and yeah. I'm like, and I raised him, I'm an only parent, and it's, how did I raise him to be that way? And I can't do that for myself. Mm. You know, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. That's something else that I'm delving into right now. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I always think, I was like, you're going to just do so many amazing things out there because of how his mind works and how he relates to people and connects with people. And well, I think I as think a parent, oftentimes, um, yes, it's important for us to cultivate these experiences and be an example and then sort of what that might feel like. But 
I think that you probably offered him some type of connection and love where he felt validated and seen in his childhood so that he could reflect his experience back to you. Uh, I was yeah. gonna say that, like as a, <laughs> as a parent, you, you kind of have two options um, in life. You, you can either repeat what your parents did and repeat those patterns and you know your kid's probably gonna end up with all the same problems. Or if you look at yourself in the mirror and recognize, oh, whoa, like, I don't want to be the one to repeat that. You kind of offer what you were never given. Yeah. And so in a lot of ways, you probably offered him a lot of what you were never given. And you still were never given that. Right. right? And it's still it's hard as an adult to give it to yourself. It's really challenging. Like yeah. all of us deserve love and appreciation and acceptance as a child. And how many people really get it? Yeah. Come yeah. on. I mean, yeah. very few. We're yeah. all rejected and humiliated <laughs> and shamed by our own parents and it, it affects our self-image in a really negative way and yeah. the more we bring awareness to it hopefully the, the more um, parents make better decisions and future generations don't have as much to struggle with you know that's a beautiful thought and <laughs> one i think we all need to be striving to figure out especially parents as we raise our children and try to make this world just a better more loving and accepting place because it's so difficult I even this is gonna sound horrible and I apologize but when I go to the pool and I still wear bikinis I'm like I'm not ready yeah. to give up my bikini yet you even never have I, to. I don't, 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 I don't love my body but I'm like I'm, you know well I just say I don't have my 20 year old body anymore or but you're working on self-acceptance right. yeah. Yeah. yeah but I'm like I, I can still pull off a bikini but I'll see a, another young lady and they're usually young in their 20s come in and they're heavier and they're wearing the tiniest bathing suit possible and a couple of years ago i would have probably judged that person when they walked in and mm. go what? who does she think she is wearing that mm. no one wants to see that mm. and i've shifted my mindset on that too where now i look at them and i go wow i wish i had her confidence mm. yeah. to pull that off love appreciation right yeah. because even when i was 20 and had my best body ever i still wouldn't have worn that bikini that she's wearing and i'm like you go girl like I'm like just like wow like it's so impressive so I feel like there is some of a shift I'm seeing a little shift now from you know I grew up in the 70s and 80s this was supermodel era right so yeah. if you weren't stick thin and perfect then you just weren't good enough but you were and stick thin and I perfect thin and you still weren't and, good yeah. enough <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and now I see these younger ladies much more accepting of themselves mm. Mm have no problem putting it out there yeah. and again like i said a couple of years ago i would have judged someone for that yeah, and yeah. now i look at them with a little bit of jealousy and i'm like i gotta figure out how thank you for how sharing she got that. there thank you for like, sharing you know? that. i hope people don't misconstrue that at all because it's beautiful to be able to say like i was here and i used to judge this and what's interesting about judgment and criticism and, and stuff is it's just a reflection of how you judge yourself. Right. Right. You're Which just like, I'm judging yeah. me all the time. And so yeah. I'll just judge all the people who are yep. around me in that same <laughs> lens. Right. And it's like the moment we create any sort of awareness about a new way, a new perspective, it changes the game for us. And like, I have a question about that actually. Um, when you had that moment, wherever you were in the challenge or that moment of like awareness, right? Like, Oh wait, I'm judging myself constantly. Like, what was that like for you? The experience of habitually doing it and thinking it like, this is me, this is who I am, and then stepping away from it for a second and be like, whoa, that's the, the part of me that's keeping me trapped here, right? Yeah, I, I mean, there definitely was a moment for me and um, because I think now I'm, I'm hearing 
the negative talk more. I think before I would just say stuff to myself all the time. You just normalize. I talk to myself all the time. And so that was normal. And it didn't really occur to me. It, it was probably something you said in on one of the community calls or through one of the videos I watched or one of the podcasts I watched where I was able to turn the lens around and go, oh, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm mm. I'm judging my I, I guess I didn't really realize how much I was judging myself. Yeah, mm. you're fortifying your own right. self image in a negative way. And so and it's it's hard to change how you feel. You mm. can't feel good about yourself from the inside if you're constantly judging yourself. And so the first step for me was recognizing that I I can do this 30-day challenge and I might, you know, see some physical benefit from it. But if I don't get rid of all of this negative self-talk, I, I'm not going to f- get the full benefit of this program. And so for me, while the physical piece of it, I'm so glad my body is moving again and I'm feeling a little bit stronger and a little more flexible. It's that mental piece. Mm. It's that internal piece that is the most important part of this program for me. Mm. Um, because until I can fix that, yeah. You All s- of this is not, it's, way, yeah. I'm not, it's not going to get much better. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that to me is the most important part of it. That's well, so it, funny. I was literally going to say, what was the biggest takeaway from the challenge? And you already answered <laughs> yeah. it. So yeah. That was, yeah. That was well, incredible. It sounds like you have your own little litmus test too. So you keep wearing that bikini hopefully. <laughs> and when it doesn't matter to you anymore yes. and you're just like, here I am in my bikini. <laughs> that's right. That's when you know you've really found that place, yeah. right? And I have moments, you know, I have days where I'm like, okay, I'm looking good today. I feel good about myself. But then, you know, I, I would say those days are becoming more frequent. Yeah which was not the case, you know, a year ago or so. Um, and I've, I had a, you know, a pretty extensive surgery recently. And, you know, I'm just coming to grips with the fact that my body is changing. It just, I'm at that age where it's, it's doing its thing. I can't yeah. stop it. I can't control it. <laughs> it's going to do what it's going to do. Um, and, but just recognizing that it's just time to, you know, take care of my body, feel good about myself, change my mindset. And the, the challenge really helped me with that step. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a process. It's a journey. Yeah. It's not going to happen in 30 days yeah. per se. But it's what I needed to kind of jumpstart me. Yeah. Mm. All I want people to go through in 30 days is reframe, like, the why are they showing up for their workouts? Like, yeah. hey, are you showing up because of constant self-judgment? Or are you showing up because you want to take care of yourself right. and because you feel like you're intrinsically worth it, yeah. right? And then just being that aware of just those moments that we're just, God, we just shit on ourselves yeah. all day <laughs> long. And then that becomes our identity. And to, the people don't realize that we talk about this a lot on the pod in previous episodes, but like nerves that fire together, wire together, right? The more we think something, the more we repeat something, the more it becomes our identity. And it takes somebody saying, hey, be aware of this the next time it happened. And then that became that becomes like the key to the freedom that you can slowly build. But it's slow. It's like it's the looking in the mirror, judge the, sh- judge the crap out of yourself again, and then pause and go, whoa, I'm judging the crap out of myself. I like my hair today. And then right. walk away from it. And then just building those good reps. And over time, like you're saying, you have more and more days where it's easier for you to appreciate your body and yourself. And you have more and more days. And eventually it becomes more second nature. Like there's that tipping point where it's not as um, – 
laborious right. to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say like, oh, yeah, I'm happy right. with me. Well, and that's know? just it. You know, it, all those years of judging myself, it just became a habit, right? Yeah. It's a bad mm-hmm. habit. Very much. And we know how hard it is to break habits. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just that shift. It's that paradigm shift of getting uh, breaking that habit and forming new habits that are more positive um, and helpful and just, you know, again, just feel better about yourself. It's just finding that, you know, that peace almost. Yeah. You know, you have to find that to really appreciate it. And, um, you know, again, it's a work in progress for me. Yeah. I'm not there yet, but I, I, I feel the shift. It's happening. And, it, you know, the We Shape the Challenge is really what kind of got me on that path and I'm just so ready to continue down that path see I think you're there already you're just like (laughs) your mind I think everybody's there already it's like our journey towards like self-love and appreciation is really just like shedding all the walls in our mind we've built against it rather than thinking that we have to become it right like you already are there you've just built all these walls these rules and the self-judgment and we're just ripping those walls down one at a time yeah you know and slowly but surely making your way closer to that and that's why we start with a lot of um body neutrality yeah because you can't go from hate to love right it's too much and also we're human so we're never going to master that all the way anyway (laughs) so well, you know, Tandy, I super. I got some. Hold on, you I got one some, more. I got, some, I got a little. You got bit, another. Teeny more. I got okay. a little. Teeny okay. More. Yeah. So, like, on those rough days, like, what I really appreciate about this conversation is you're like, I'm on the path. Yeah. And I'm struggling still, and I think it's so important to hear because, and I mention this on the challenge call sometimes. The the worst thing that you can do is have a hard day or a hard moment and be like. I'm a failure, I'm a whatever. The moment that becomes your identity is the moment you give up on on this path, right? And so when you have those days and you're just, you're just like judging away and then you're like, no, give yourself a compliment and then it's like doesn't feel authentic and <laughs> you just can't get your way out of that. Like, how do you get through that day? How do you get back into the next day or whatever amount of time it takes before you have those moments where it feels authentic again? Great question. Yeah, I. well, I'll go back to something that you said in either one of the exercise videos or on the call, I can't quite remember, is, you know, to, to, to go easy on yourself. Like, don't be so hard. Give yourself permission mm. to take a break. That's probably hard for you as a comp- it's competitive hard. athlete. It's very hard. Um, you know, we're just taught to go, 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 go. Mm. I mean, you, you practice and compete through injury, through illness. You just, you don't stop. It's not an option. Um, and luckily in the sport of gymnastics, that is shifting, that, that kind of philosophy is shifting, which is wonderful to see. But um, for me, it's, gosh, I got, sorry, I sort of lost my train of thought there. Um, it's the finding the, just the way to forgive myself if I didn't do a workout. Like this week, because of the travel and my work was crazy, I didn't get my workouts in this week. I found ways. Call off the interview. We're going. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) Um, But I found ways to squeeze it. You know, I didn't have time to do, you know, the exercise videos, but I found ways to sneak some things in. You know, like when I'm drying my hair in the morning, I do toe raises, or or I stick my leg up on the counter and stretch or something while I'm doing my makeup. And you know, even in the airport, I found a little corner and just sat down and stretched for a little yeah. bit because I knew that I, my body was going to get tight from just sitting in the plane oh, all that. day. I love that. And so, and recognizing that even those little things are doing something positive. Yeah. And just finding a way to 
incorporate those little things in. It doesn't always have to be a full workout. Oh it doesn't, my God, the all or nothing know. mentality. Like I struggle right. with that it, it all gets, the time. It gets people completely discouraged. It's and what you're trying to do is connect with yourself and be yeah. intrinsically inspired to care for yourself. And that all or nothing mentality couldn't rip you further away from that process. But yeah. you give permission for us to not have that mentality. Mm -hmm. And see, sometimes I think also, because I grew up in a sport where you were, you're coached and you do everything your coach tells you to do. Mm -hmm. You don't get to think for yourself as a gymnast. Mm -hmm. You do what you're told. And That's you know, a podcast in and of right. itself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to get started with that. So um, you kind of allow people to, um, or, or for me, it was like, I just needed someone to tell me, it's okay. Okay. to not yeah. do your workout this mm. week. Yeah. It's okay that you did. I just need to hear someone say that to me, mm. that it was okay, that it mm. wasn't a failure because I didn't do my three workouts this week. I only got one in. It wasn't a failure if I chose to eat a piece of pizza instead of a salad. It wasn't, you know, and for you to just give people permission, it's okay to just be you, mm. but just keep trying. Yeah. Mm. Like that is, I feel like that's kind of your overall philosophy. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fall down. Yeah. It's okay to do this, but just keep trying. Oh just don't God. give up on yourself. People it's kind beat of themselves what, up yeah. over perfection. It's so sad, yeah. you know, and I think that one of the hardest things is that we learn to love ourselves relationally, right? So again, you can't experience within what you haven't been offered kind of outside of yourself. It's really challenging. And um, that's what I hope We Shape does for people is it just says, hey, like, you're worth it. Hey, you got a great smile. There's something about you that you can find some level of appreciation for that can just be the little tiny snowball that gets rolling until yeah. it becomes this avalanche of you know authentic self-appreciation over time. And um, yeah, I'm just so happy to hear that the journey yeah. for you has gone this way and, and just loved, I love the, um, the authenticity because it would be so easy to bring somebody on and just, bah, I love myself all of a sudden. And like <laughs> Katie said, it's just not the truth. It, no. I mean, you've taken decades to get here in terms of self-shame and judgment and it takes a while to unwind that, you yeah. know, it's a journey. Well, even when I won the challenge, I didn't feel like I deserved that. Mm. So, oh, no. and mm. partly it was like, I look, I did the workouts, I did the calls, I did all the challenges. So I knew I'd put in the work to right. earn the points, but um, I felt like because I never really participated on any of the, the weekly challenge calls, and there were other people that every week were there sharing a story and you know sharing what they were going through and stuff. I said, well, maybe they would deserve this more right. than I would. And then I was like, wait, why am I saying that to myself? Mm. They said, here's the challenge, here's the rules. I followed the rules, I did what I was supposed to do, and I'm still judging myself mm. for yeah. that I won. And this mm. is silly. Is because this where I the felt like comes in? Right. You're yeah. here. <laughs> so, um, you know, because I even remember when Helen called and told me, I said, I almost was going to tell you to give the trip to the second place person. Oh, my goodness. And I'll just take the membership and I'll be fine with that. And then um, it was my son and my mom who were like, no, what are you talking about? You deserve this. You mm. did what they asked you to do and you won. Mm. And I was still struggling with that. Mm. It's mm. kind of crazy. It's not. It's I, not. I mean, I think know. this is something that so many people experience. It's like, again, we don't show up for ourselves if we don't value ourselves. And yeah. it's hard to repattern this sense of I don't value myself into I'm going to value myself, you know, and it's it's a journey, like you're saying. Yeah. And I think also just from this side of the table, 
I see that it's also uh, super common in society for this to be put on women so much more than men. It's yeah. like abandon self, serve other, abandon yes. self, serve. That's what makes you a good girl. And you go out there mm -hmm. in the world to do that. And the, the better you are at it, the more you lose yourself. Yeah. And the more you lose yourself, the more work it takes to get back to that. Who am I? What do I want? How yeah. do I want to show up in the world? And I'm just really proud to know you thank and you. to know that you're doing oh, it. Oh, well, yeah. again, I don't know how to thank you guys enough. I think, you know, it keep was... Keep being you. Yeah. <laughs> just thank keep you. being you. I mean, I think it was very serendipitous, the timing of all of this. You know, I had, um, I had just had the surgery and my doctor had given me the all clear. As I said, my son's getting ready to go for go to college. And so I, I feel like I'm at this this almost crossroads in my life right now where... I have all these options available to me and these paths that I can go on and you know the we shape challenge pops up on my Facebook feed and it, to me it was like a sign I'm like mm. I'm supposed to do this mm. and there's a reason I'm supposed to do this um, and maybe I'm still you know I feel like I know the reason I mean it could change on any given day but I feel like again it's helped me f kind of find where I'm trying to go and where what I want to do next as I you know as my son starts a new chapter in his life I'm also starting a new chapter yeah, yeah. you know I'm going to be an empty nester I've got to figure out what do I do with my time now <laughs> this is going to be interesting and you know I think it will it will be interesting um, and hard as well to try and focus on myself yeah. 100% but I feel like I'm in a better place to try that now. Yeah, mm. yeah. that's so beautiful. I, you know, one thing that Katie got me into doing as well was, uh, you know, we both meditate, and Katie says during her meditation, she sits there and goes, bring me the people who are ready. Ah. Bring me the people who are ready. So when you say that pops up and you felt like it was a sign, you know, maybe yeah. there's just that, some alignment there yep. that's happening I, across I the board. I think it was, so, yeah. Yeah, we're certainly attracting a lot of people who seem like they're, they're ready for the journey that we're trying to take people on, and that's exciting because yeah. you don't want to – badger people who aren't ready you yeah, know exactly so. and, and people have to get ready on their own time frame and on their own schedule Bingo. and you know I, I congratulate everybody that did the challenge you know whether all they did was sign up at first and yeah. just w watched from afar or participated in everything they should all be really proud of themselves mm. um, because again Absolutely. it's just that step you just got to take that first step sometimes that step. Yeah. it's all you need to do awesome step for yourself right uh, i love it <laughs> yeah. well thank you so much for sharing your story for taking that step for yourself um i think you're going to have a lot of impact on a lot of people who can Aww. who can hear like what you're going through because these are things that we don't talk about in our culture and i think these are the stories that actually shift um, the narrative and create the different values that I hope people mm -hmm. will eventually create. So we're so lucky you traveled all this way. Thank oh. you so much. Yeah, well, I'm you. lucky to have met all of you guys. And again, thank you so much. It's it's really been an experience of a lifetime already. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you, everyone. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at podcast at weshape.com. And we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's show. Now, before you go, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a moment right now to subscribe to the podcast and then leave us a review. This helps spread the word so more people can feel lighter by shedding one belief at a time. Also, we want to hear from you. So if this episode impacted you or you have any questions that you think would be great for us or any of our future guests, please feel free to email us at podcast at weshape.com. 
And finally, if you want to try WeShape's different approach to health and fitness, remember that right now you can sign up for WeShape's Feel Good Challenge and get access to everything WeShape has to offer for free. Just click the link in our podcast description or go to WeShape.com slash challenge to sign up.